Welcome or welcome back to Chelsea's Joint. I'm your host, Chelsea Timboy Bell. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Um, I know it's been a couple of weeks and I'm back. You know, if you follow me on the TikTok, on the Instagram, I've just been outside. I've been where I've wanted to be this whole time, just outside, just resting outside walking, hiking. If it's nice outside, nine times out of 10, I'm going to be outside. That's like, that's facts. I lived with my mom and my stepdad in Maui in like 2017. Uh, I worked full time. Oh yeah. And also we'll talk about work. I mean, we'll get into, okay. We have a lot to catch up on. Anyway, when I lived in Maui with my parents, it was obviously sunny most of the time. I was working full time, but on my two days off, I would just always go to the beach, swim, lay down, bring like food, listen to a podcast. That's like all, all I did when I lived with my parents was work and go to the beach. And man, I I honestly was so healthy. <laughs> it was probably the healthiest I've ever been. During that time, I was away from my husband. I was away from Tom. Um, they make you do that when you are an international couple. You have to spend like six months up to like two years apart because uh, homeboy had to go back to his home country. And uh, yeah, it's that's a bunch of mumbo jumbo. Maybe, you know, if I ever invest in two mics one day, I would love for Tom and I to record together. I think that would be really fun because, um, I don't know. I think he's cool and funny. I wouldn't have married him if I didn't. (laughs) So hopefully when one day y'all will meet him, he sounds like this. Wait, I don't, (laughs) wait, that wasn't even an accent. Um, he sounds like cheerio mate. No, just kidding. Oh my gosh. No, people always ask him, are you Australian? He never gets British. He always gets, are you Australian? And I'm like, does he sound Australian? Him and I did live in Australia for two years. So maybe that, that rubbed off on him. We have his stepbrother, Jake, shout out Jake. I think he might listen to the pod sometimes. He lives in Australia. So, you know, we got some ties, we got some ties to Australia. I'm not going to lie. I would not be mad if I ever lived in Australia again. Some of the most beautiful beaches, wilderness in the world. Yes, there are crazy spiders and um, snakes. (laughs) I only saw one. Anyway, whoa, I'm going into like, we'll save that for another episode. I've been teasing the Australia episode for so long. It just, I don't even know where to start. It might be in like 10 parts. (laughs) Oh my goodness. But yeah, if you follow me on the things on the social media, you know, I've been quiet on YouTube because I haven't been editing at my desk. I've just been outside. I've loved it. I, I'm much happier when I get some vitamin D, when I get my body moving, when I get some fresh air, that's just facts. I'm sure you can even hear it in my voice. Um, because, 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 um, yeah, I think, the beginning of my unemployment, you know, episode one, we started from the beginning of my unemployment a few, three months ago. And, uh, yeah, I was just like, I need to make money from this now. And it's like, dude, get real. Like, honestly, this is like, (laughs) I pay to post this podcast, like $18 a month, which duh, I can do math guys. Like I, I know that's a significant amount. That's that's a bill, <laughs> $18 a month. I know it's not a lot, but I mean, over time, it adds up. But I was thinking this the other day. I was like, okay, I'm paying $18 for me to, this is like, I love doing this. I love just talking out my, my feelings, talking out of my ass. Some people listen to it. Some people might laugh. They might think something. They might relate. All these things. Like, this is fun to me. So me... I don't know. And it's kind of, I've said this before. It's kind of like my therapy. I listen back and I'm like, whoa, that's what I'm thinking and feeling. Because sometimes I don't think we actually like listen to, I don't know. So, this is hard to explain, but sometimes, some days I think I'm just like living a day and I'm not really like paying attention to how I'm thinking or feeling. And then before you know it, the next day happens. Do you know what I mean? 
journaling helps slow that down and a podcasting honestly helps slow that down. It makes me reflect and I'm like, wow, this is, I'm a person who thinks and does things and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, welcome back. (laughs) 18 minutes into the pod. Welcome back. Okay. So lots to catch up on, but if you've seen me on social medias, I've been outside. Um, and yeah, in terms of the podcast this summer, I think it might just be audio only. I'm not going to lie. You guys, like if there was a camera on me, I'm in a sports bra. My stomach is hanging out. I'm in like little short, like I don't want a camera on me right now. We are getting AC an AC unit like in, in a few days, but I don't, you know, even that's going to be loud if it's on. So I don't know. It might be audio only this summer due to sweaty, (laughs) but it's fine with it. I'm so much more comfortable, honestly, without a camera on me. And that's, that's gotta say, I don't know what that means. I'm like a podcast listener who I only watch specific podcasts, which I think is kind of weird. Oh, sorry guys. I'm burping into the mic. But if you look at my podcast, my video podcast numbers on YouTube, they're not much. They're like a, a hundred, couple hundred. So is it really worth me filming? I mean, I know sometimes you guys will be like, I love the clips. When I say sometimes, I mean like two times that's happened. So unsure if, yeah, I might do a little audio clips, but who cares? Anyway, <laughs> podcast will probably just be audio only. And if you are a person who loves, who like watches the video podcast on YouTube and like needs it, please DM me. Just let me know if you need the video because then I can... I'll figure it out, but this one had to be an audio only because um, it's been like a week of the heat wave, which I'm not mad about it. I'm going to, I might go swimming this afternoon. I'm definitely going to go paddle boarding tomorrow, I think. So yeah, fun, fun times here in Washington. I, I'm a summer girl. I thrive when it's hot and when there's water I can go to, aka Hawaii or any beach really aka here in Washington, where when it does get really hot, when it gets in the, you know, 80s, I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to go swimming at the lake. Do I wish it was a beach? Yes. It's kind of a bit like there, the lake has like a beach area with like, yeah, with like sand. It's like gray sand. It's different. You know, it's not Hawaii beaches. Um, and one, you know, Tom and I are saying we want to go to Hawaii next year to see my family. Uh, I have my parents in Maui. My little brother will be in on the big island by that point. So, yeah, got to see the fam um, and go back home. I actually went to a concert last weekend. My mom got my sister and I and Tom and her partner tickets to this concert and there was so many like local Hawaiian people and it was really fun. I I'm not gonna lie, I don't even remember the performer. Um now I feel bad. But it was so fun and I was completely sober and I could by the end of the night I was dead sober walking out of the venue out of the crocodile in Seattle at like twelve thirty at like AM and I was like wired. I was like, I feel weird because I was so sober because I feel like I'm going to butcher it. Like I'm the worst at pronouncing like, <laughs> like my culture's words. And I hate that I am like it. I'm embarrassed. Um, okay. His name's Mayoli, 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 M-A-O-L-I. And it was really freaking fun. Like really fun and he had tons of guests like artists and his guitarists were amazing we actually got to meet them my mom got us like a meet and greet which was so nice um and yeah we got pictures with him he was really nice he actually knows my stepdad so we were like we think you know our stepdad and he was like oh oh shit i do and it was funny so yeah really fun. It is also Asian American Pacific Islander month. So it's my month y'all. Okay. Um, um, Filipino. I am Samoan. So I'm Polynesian. I'm Asian. This my month. Respect me. 
be nice to uh, us and we'll be nice to you that's bit oh my gosh another thing about that concert okay it was so like everyone was so respectful i was really nervous i also okay i didn't drink but i did smoke like half of a joint oh speaking of strain of the day strain of the day okay it's vanilla frosting it's a from I don't know. There's like two labels on here. It's either from Forbidden Farms or Simply Blazed. I don't I don't understand if that's anyway. They're from Tacoma, Washington. Uh shout out. And it's good stuff. I mean, I'm having a great time and I hope you are too. We're just we're just hanging out. Anyway, Asian American Pacific Islander month. My month, you guys. Um gosh, it's over halfway through May with that. He- I <laughs> When did that happen? I've been outside. I've been, dude, I've been outside probably the last 10 days of the of the last like 14. And that makes me feel pretty fucking good. Because four days out of those 14, I actually was technically employed. And that is what this is going to be about because we got to catch up on shit. Okay. Anyway, if you celebrate, if you're Asian American pacific islander let me know dm me you know share this freaking on your social media if you listen to me and and you're part of the a asian american pacific aapi community and be like this bitch is a filipino samoan podcasting queen and i love her so you know i don't know if you if you want to support the community that's great and support your aapi friends this month okay give them a hug give them a text tell them tell them how much you love um everything they do because 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 yay (laughs) anyway what am i saying i posted like a like a tiktok and a reel and i explained this on my instagram stories okay i have been scheduling out my stuff um specifically on instagram because i don't i don't know how to do it on tiktok i'm not gonna lie So, yeah, I just, I posted, I was like, yay, like, I spoke into existence that I wanted a job within walking distance. I applied to two jobs within this block, and I got them both. Here's the thing, you know, let's be real. It's not like the jobs I applied to were (laughs) very hard jobs to get. And I know that seems that sounds like I'm putting myself down. I'm I'm not. The first job, they hired me on the spot, which I thought was quite I, that's I don't know it made me feel weird it made me feel like wow anyone I could have been anyone and they would have just gotten this job I'm also not gonna lie these people actually have my social media because it was for a dispensary I won't say the dispensary so they might listen to this whatever I'm gonna say in this podcast I have told them I'm an adult now I think in my earlier 20s maybe I would lie to managers and be like oh like da 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 I, I'll go into it okay <sighs> You know, I've never been a bud tender. I smoke weed most days, okay? Um, would I call myself a pothead? I think some people would because I smoke every day. You guys, I think I've said this on another episode maybe. I'm I'm not crazy. I'll 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 take like four to seven puffs of a joint like a joint, and then I'm good. I smoke like half a joint at a time. And, and then it's just like a 10 milligram edible is like one serving. It's it's really nothing. I feel like some people would be like, that's all? Like if if people who listen to my podcast are actual like pot heads, you guys would think I was like probably weak as hell, which I don't care. I think people should use plant medicine to, to their liking. I don't think it's like a competition. Gone is the days of people being like, let's, I mean, in my opinion, like you can get as baked as a cake as you want. But in my opinion, if you're doing it to the point of just like, you're doing it just to pass out. That's not fun to me. Like I used to do that. Gosh, when I was like a teenager, it was like a competition to see who could smoke the most. But now I'm like, no, let's ration this shit because this costs money. (laughs) I applied to this dispensary and it happened really. So I applied to it. I think a couple people who, who do work there and then have, who listen to this podcast, um, and have had work there referred me so that was like so nice so shout out to this chelsea's joint community like what a small world like i'm very appreciative especially if you're listening but 
like I said, I interviewed with this manager guy, barely spoke to him for like 10 minutes. He didn't even interview. I don't even think he asked me a question. We were just really talking <laughs> about, I don't know, weed kind of, which is like, fine, that that's makes sense. This is a dispensary. And then he was like, you have the job. Or like, he told me like the pay and I'll, I'll just be transparent. Like this is, I'm going to be transparent about all this. Okay, guys. So he told me the pay was 1574, which is like minimum wage or whatever, an hour. And you got, you guys know, if you listen to this podcast, I come from corporate tech. So I was getting paid like more than double that. <laughs> so 1574 an hour. And I was just like, okay, then that's kind of when reality hit. I was like, Ooh, I'm not in, I'm not in tech anymore. Mm -mm, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be making tech money, you know, where even though I was in an entry level role <laughs> in corporate tech, they just fucking fling money out at anyone. I'm, I wasn't doing much the last few months I was at my last company. Like I said, I was in an entry level role, but it's fine. They've like axed, they've let go so many people. Who cares? Anyway, that's when I was like, okay, like <laughs> I'm not going to make that much money. But again, I've said this on another podcast. It's not really about the money. Okay. So I was like, okay, I get a discount on weed, like whatever. Well, and I didn't, say if I accepted or not. I was like, okay, I have another job interview tomorrow. So like, give me a second. And then this guy said, okay, well, I'll call you tomorrow morning and, and then we can decide. And I was just like, like, it just felt so rushed and weird. I don't know what the, it's not, he wasn't like creepy, but it was just like, he was so desperate to, to give someone this, this role. And I, it was turned, like, it just made me feel weird. Like it turned me off of working there to be honest but I was like oh fuck like it's money it's a dispensary and even some people I talked to today who I like caught them up they're like oh like that would have been perfect for you and I was like you know even though I'm a weed user and have been most of my life I don't know much about the cannabis industry but just because I smoke weed doesn't mean that I'd be <laughs> a good fit for working at a dispensary because it is retail and with retail you know, if there isn't anyone coming in, it is so boring. And I'm a person who, if I'm just, if there's a time where I'm like just chilling, not doing anything, I want to be home. I don't want to be like on the clock. I don't know. So if you've ever worked retail, like, you you know, it can get really boring. The most, I've never worked like closed retail. I worked at Whole Foods uh, when I lived in Maui for like six months, but that was constantly busy. Like I never had a second. I never had a second to stop, which made shifts go by so fast. Okay. Let's like back up. Okay. So then I interviewed, they were like, okay, well you have the job and we'll call you tomorrow. And I was like, uh, what? Like, stop. I have another interview. I took this interview with a restaurant, this, a restaurant that's like just opening up. It's not even open yet. So I had the interview with the girl. She seemed cool. Like it seemed promising and like, I don't know. And the pay would have been, oh, it was like 16, 15 hours. So a bit more. And then obviously with tips, we'll save the restaurant for after the dispensary. Okay. <laughs> Again, this is like, this is my life. You guys like things are happening. People are fucking desperate for people to work, which I get, but it's just a lot. Okay. So I get off this virtual, uh, what's it called, interview with this manager of a restaurant. And I was like, okay, I mean, that's a little bit more money. And I would get tips. Dispensaries do get tips, just by the way, but not as much as servers. But we'll get into that in a bit. Okay. And then I had a voicemail from the guy who, what's it called, who wanted to hire me. He was like, hey, like, this is blank from blank. <laughs> I'm not going to say who and where. But uh, I wanted to give you a call. I wanted to catch you before your interview to go over like your like the job, blah, 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 and your offer and blah, blah, blah. And then you guys, there's layers to this. But then there was a, like a literal brand new general like GM, general manager at this dispensary who also left me a voicemail. And they were like, yeah, like, please call. <laughs> so I called her back. And I said, hey, sorry, I was like in an interview, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, yeah, like, 
So are you ready to come on board? You would come in Monday. And mind you, this is Friday. And I told the guy, the other manager in the interview that I didn't want to start until like the following Wednesday. He obviously didn't write that down. He obviously didn't remember. And so I was like, okay, fine. Then I said, hey, this other place I interviewed is like offering more. What can you do about it? And then she was like, okay, hold on. I'll call you back. She calls me back and is like, okay, we can offer you $16.50. So, <laughs> which made me giggle because I was like, $16.50 is probably the real Washington minimum wage. I don't know. I don't fucking know things, okay? <sighs> and so I was like, I just said, okay. And she was like, cool. She was like, can I text you your schedule for next week? Like, it, she was obviously busy. And I was like, okay, that sounds good. This was like Friday at 2 p.m. It is the next day, Saturday at noon, no text. I'm allegedly starting at this place within 48 hours. I have no clue what time I'm supposed to be there on the Monday. No clue what I'm supposed to be doing. I call the dispensary and someone answers and they're like, oh yeah, you're supposed to be here Monday at noon to six. And that should be like that whole week next week. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm glad I called because... No one told me. Sunday happens, you guys. Still don't have a text. If I didn't call the dispensary, I wouldn't, I still wouldn't have known by Sunday what time I should be in the dispensary on Monday. It's Monday morning. Still no text from that GM, from that general manager. It hits 1130. I'm obviously getting ready to go because I called on Saturday and I found out that I'm supposed to be there at noon. I get a text from this GM. She goes, hey, can you come in at noon? This is 30 minutes to noon. And I said, hey, haha, yeah, I called on Saturday. Someone told me I should be in like today at noon. So I'll be there. And she said, great. What if I had been doing something else? There was another person who started with me too. So I go in, another girl starting with me. It's, it seems fine. You know, it's just, it, it's just a dispensary. If you've been in one, it's just, there's weed and there's people. It's nothing, nothing remarkable. And the GM like sits us in this room to do training. And then she walks. Oh, sorry. I'm burping. And then she walks out. I turn to the new girl and I say, do you like, do you know what's going on? And she, and the new, the other new girl goes, no. And I go, Hmm. Okay. This seems weird. <clears throat> the GM comes back with a bunch of paperwork that they haven't filled out yet. So I was going through the paperwork and it's telling me to sign all these things, but them as the managers haven't even filled out their parts yet. So I was like, hey, like, I'm not going to sign this because I don't, you guys haven't filled out my hourly, like even my offer on my offer page that I'm supposed to sign didn't have my hourly. I was like, I'm not going to sign that because that's blank. Like, I'm not stupid. <laughs> like, I could sign it and they could put my hourly as like $5 an hour. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not signing that. Everyone there was nice, but it was just so unorganized. Like I'm used to <laughs> corporate where there's processes, procedures, professionalism. This was, if I didn't call, I wouldn't have known until 30 minutes before I was supposed to be there. That's so unprofessional. And I get that this new person this GM is new. So I was giving them grace. Okay. I was like, okay, she's probably like juggling a million things. Okay. I'm trying to have a good attitude about it. I say, I'm going to take these papers home because I want to like look at them. She goes, you can, can you take pictures of them? So I wasn't allowed to take my paperwork home. And I said, okay, well, I'm not going to sign anything <laughs> until you guys fill out your portions. And, and she was like, okay. And I was like, what the fuck? Like that should have been done. Sorry. You know, there's just like certain things where I'm like, hmm, this is all a bit weird. Okay. Then the next day I come in at noon again and we do some like online training, very like boring stuff, you know, just boring stuff, stuff that I can get through because I'm just reading and answering questions, you know, that kind of spiel. I'm also starting with another new girl. So it feels kind of like I'm like, okay. And she was really nice. And I was like, this seems fine. Then we started like training, like my duty for that day was just to check IDs of people coming in to the dispensary, which is, of course, that is a requirement of the dispensary. But that was all I was doing for hours. And the girl that I was working with had worked at this 
dispensary company for a while. And she told me, she was like, did you, did you hear what happened to blank? The guy who interviewed me. And I was like, oh yeah. Like, where is he? Cause he freaking was the one who hired me. She was like, he just like is gone. He either got fired or he quit, but it happened the day after he hired me, you guys. So it's just like, what the fuck? So in my head, I'm like, what the hell? So this guy hired me immediately quit or somehow got fired. And then now I'm, I'm in this place where I'm like, I don't know what I've been sold because in my gosh, 15, 20 minute interview, he didn't even ask me a question. He was mainly being like, yeah, I think you'd be a great fit here. Like you'd be, you'd bring great energy, blah, 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 this, that, and everything. And then immediately leaves. And this, you guys, has happened to me at the last three companies I've been at where the hiring manager is like, you'd be a great fit. You're going to love it here. Da, 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 da. And then within, for this guy, I was in within hours, he left. But my last manager, she brought me on, promised all this great stuff, left within, gosh, a month and a half of me being hired. Um, The person before that at my first corporate job did that and again, hired me, was like, yay, like so excited. And then was like, okay, I'm leaving this company. And I'm just like, why does that happen? Because they want to fill, obviously, that role. They want to fill that headcount, which is like, they just want to put another sheep in the system and then get the fuck out of there. It's so weird. Anyway, so I'm talking to this girl who works there, who's like training me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what? And she was giving me all the tea on this guy who hired me. She was like, yeah, like this place girl, like I'm just was telling me a lot of things about the dispensary. And I was just like, you know what? I've, I've been brought into an environment where I don't think it's healthy. <laughs> like there's a lot of drama, like right off the bat, a lot of disorganization, all this stuff. I get an email from the restaurant that I interviewed at and they were like, Hey, like would love to offer you the job. I was just like, okay, I'm just, I got it. Quit, I got to quit here for better money. That's basically it. It was a money thing. So that next day I was supposed to go in at noon. I came in or the next day, I, I, that Wednesday I was supposed to be off, but I messaged the GM who might listen to this. I mean, like I said, this dispensary has all my social media. I messaged her and was like, hey, can I come in to do my paperwork? Because still I hadn't done my paperwork. And she was like, yeah, sure. I come in and I just lay it all out. I was like, look, I shouldn't have said yes. Like I kind of (laughs) stumbled in here like force, like, I I don't know. I was like, I should have waited until I was for sure that that restaurant either wanted to hire me or not. And it's just a money thing. Like I, I wouldn't be making as much money here and which is fine. And also the toxic work environment thing. I was like, I've been hearing things and I've only worked here for like a few hours. (laughs) Like, that's not good, dude. Like, that's not a good look. And anyway, she was just like, look, like, we would love to have you even part time. So basically, that place, I think, would hire me regardless. But I was like, I don't, it's just too much. And if you are going, this is for any of you people, if you're going into a work environment and you're like, it's so unprofessional, so disorganized, toxic, people are like confiding in you when you're brand new, mm-mm, mayday, mayday, get the fuck out of there. And especially for 16, 15 hour, at least here in Washington, that might be a lot to some other people. But for me, <laughs> for like Washington prices, you guys I don't want to be insensitive, but like, thank God that I'm married. Yes, I do have a lot of savings that I've been digging into for the past three months. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm married to someone like legally married, you know, I know this sounds bad. Like he would have to support me. Um, if things got so bad, if I literally didn't work until next year in January, I think that's, uh, that's the point when Tom would probably need to help me is if I literally didn't make any income for the rest of the year. (laughs) But okay. So basically this dispensary was like, okay, well, like, good luck. Like, all this stuff. I was like, thank you. Thank you. But no, thank you. Because I've worked so many shitty jobs. You guys, I'm 30. Look, I should have freaking counted before I started this podcast, how many jobs I've worked, but I would say it's above 20. (laughs) And that's probably really high to some people, 
but the amount of times where I've started a job, specifically when I was backpacking in Australia and New Zealand, the amount of times backpackers start a job and realize how terrible it is and then quit immediately or within hours is happens all the time. I just didn't feel bad. Like I don't owe anyone any explanation, but I told her the truth. I was like, look, it's the money and this place. I just have a bad taste in my mouth now. Like it's not, it's not professional. And that is just one dispensary. You know, some dispensaries I'm sure are are amazing and have an amazing management and make amazing tips and like have great crews. I just what I just wasn't feeling it. And that's okay. Like I'm looking out for myself. Like I'm so lucky that I have <laughs> saved money where I can cushion myself for at least if I really need to the rest of summer. Like I'm not kidding, but I do want to get a summer job. Okay, back up. <laughs> so now I'm like, okay, peace out dispensary. Hell yes, freaking new restaurant. Okay. Mind you, since my interview was virtually and um, this is a brand new restaurant, I hadn't seen the restaurant, hadn't met any of the other coworkers, hadn't met the other managers, et cetera. Okay. So this was on Wednesday where I, I accepted the offer from this new restaurant. She was like, cool, your training starts next Monday. Like have a great rest of your week. And I was like, hell yeah. Freaking like Wednesday to Sunday, I was just having the time of my life. And the weather picked up. So I was just like outside for like five days. It was the best feeling. I was like, hell yes. Monday came along. I was like, cool, I'm starting at this brand new restaurant. I was excited. I was like, wow, it's gonna be a brand new restaurant. I was excited to socialize. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was excited. Okay, I walked into this restaurant, huge. The the second I walked in, I was like, damn, this is gonna be a big crew because it's huge. At least to me. It's 200 seats, they said. But in my in my head, I think it's a bit more. Like it's freaking massive. I walk in and they're like, oh, hey, are you here for training? Come sit over here. There's maybe nine other people, maybe. And I was like, "Mm, that's, and I was like on like directly, like very on. I had to be there at three. I was there at like 2.59. And I was like, okay, maybe tons of people are late because of the size of the restaurant, you guys. 200 seats, nine people, front of house, if you are um, ever worked in like restaurants and stuff, it's just, that's not a good ratio. I was like, are we all the servers? Like, or anyway. And then the training started. Everyone seemed lovely, way more professional, had like training documents, had all the paperwork set, like very professional. So I was like, hell yeah, like this is more my vibe. I had high hopes. Then we go around the room and we introduce each other. Mind you, no one new has come in. So I'm like, uh Oh, <laughs> we go down the line. Like two guys are like, Oh yeah, I'm a bartender. They're like, say your name and what you'll be doing here. Two guys were a bartender, including me. There's four other servers. So me, another girl and three other women, four servers, two hosts, and like one busser. You guys, that is nothing for a 200 seated restaurant. Brand new. So people are gonna, it's gonna be slammed. Like those seats are gonna be filled. So I immediately, they were like, any questions? And you guys, like I said, I'm 30. I don't give a shit. I don't care if I'm telling people how I think now because I need to. I'm done with like not saying how I feel. So I like raised my hand. And I was like, yeah, um, how many seats does this restaurant hold? And they were like, oh, like, like 170 something, like 177. Da, da, da. In my head, I'm thinking that's probably closer to 200. So I'm just rounding it up to 200. Because if you worked in, in the restaurant industry, you know, those freaking greedy <laughs> business owners will over occupy every restaurant because they just want money. It's Duh, that's restaurant industry, cash, money flowing. And then and then I said, I was like, are you guys planning on hiring more people? Because there's like only four servers to like, there's like, we need more people. And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we're for sure hiring more people, like definitely. And like, 
let let us know if you have friends is it like you know referrals and stuff and the like the quote-unquote grand opening is next wednesday and i was just like hmm i'm going to have <laughs> well first of all i told them i didn't want to work uh i only want to work like Wednesday to Saturday and then have Sunday to Tuesday off to spend time with Tom to do my content to do this podcast like I want to have not as strenuous of a schedule because it's just I just know that's just going to work better for me okay and so in my head I'm like thinking I'm going to have to work every day or they're going to expect me to work every day if they have four servers for a 200 person restaurant and they were like oh yeah yeah, yeah. we'll we'll hire people like it'll be fine and in my head I'm like it's not going to be fine how did you got like, in my opinion, I'm sure they have no choice because maybe no one else applied, but to open a 200 seated restaurant and to have like nine people in total front of house. No, 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 no. Like I, since I've worked at a lot of restaurants and cafes and stuff, I, I know the ratios usually, and that is not, <laughs> that is not anything like I would have to have like a 60 person section working like a a 50 person party by yourself. That's even fucking hard. I don't know. My point is I wasn't getting good vibes. And this other server, I feel like her and I locked eyes and she like came over to talk to me and she was like, yo, I was like, hey. And she was like, I'm blank. I actually work at a restaurant up the street and it's actually a restaurant that's like below my apartment I was like that's crazy I live there and she was like whoa anyway we started talking she was like wow I'm happy like you asked that because I was thinking the same thing like this place is huge but there's no one like if we're the only ones working here what the heck then we go through more paperwork then they describe the tip pooling payout like the tipping sit the tipping situation that they do okay when I was a waitress in college I loved the tips, okay? I was working pretty part-time, like 25 hours to the most 35 hours a week at this like college restaurant bar that I worked at, okay? But I was I was averaging like bringing home and this was like in a call like a like a quiet college town. Maybe like 250 bucks a night in tips in cash and this was a few this was like in 2015 so that was like a lot of money i worked there for a little over a year and that is how i saved to travel to australia and during that year where i partied i didn't have like a financial plan but then that year i saved like almost seven grand which was like a lot to me in college and i wasn't even working that much you guys. And this is when freaking food was so much less, so much less expensive. So in my head, I'm thinking guys right now, I just want to work at a busy restaurant where I can rack up those tips because on a busy Friday night, I can easily leave with like maybe like 400 plus dollars night in tips on a busy Friday night plus. And I know that seems like crazy. You guys, I'm just telling you the truth. And if you go to server TikTok on TikTok, there's like girls who's who do these TikToks. They're like, this is how much I make in a week in tips without their hourly. And a lot of them are making they're working, you know, four to five days a week and making around like two grand in tips a week without their hourly. So if I just want like a, you know, I'm thinking pretty short term. I'm thinking summer, fall, you know, maybe the rest of the year. I'm just going to work. My ideal is to work at a busy restaurant, rack up that tip money, and then figure something out. Anywho, so this restaurant's like, okay, we're going to go over our tip pooling system. And I was like, tip pooling? I never did that when I was a waitress here in America. When I was a waitress in Australia and New Zealand, they don't have the tipping system. So it is so much worse. I mean, back then I was getting paid the last place I worked. They were paying like 25 an hour. Honestly, that's pretty good. That was like a few years ago. I was pretty happy with that. They just pay you a bit more and you don't get tipped. But people are still assholes. So it's like, I wish I was getting tipped. (laughs) But that's just not the culture. The tipping culture is here in America, which is why I want to freaking work at a busy restaurant. So here is how the tip pooling 
goes at this restaurant that I <laughs> was at like yesterday. <sighs> they were like, okay, so 40% of your tips go to back of house and 60% goes to front of house, but it's split between all of front of house and it's portioned out. So if I were to take care of like, let's say a party of 20 people and I was the best, I was the best server to them ever. I, they loved me so much to the point where every single one of those 20 people tipped me themselves. Like sometimes that happens, you guys, where you work a party. This happened to me a couple of times in college. You work a party and everyone in that party tips you, not even just the person who takes care of the bill or obviously if they split so what I mean is like let's say one person is taking care of the check for like 20 people obviously there would be like a tip maybe gratuity gratuity on that so whatever but then additionally people in that party loved you so much they're even leaving you extra money that happens so much so this restaurant is telling me that that money wouldn't be mine I would have to pool it into all the front of house and yeah and then also other servers tips would uh, what's it called? Affect my money. Let's say, or even vice versa. Let's say I'm such a terrible server or something, and I'm just like, <laughs> no one's tipping me. That would affect everyone in front of house and vice versa. If all of the servers I was working with weren't getting tipped out, but I was, my tips would go to them. It's crazy. I've never, I've like heard of this system and like, I don't know. We just see, it just doesn't seem fair to me, in my opinion. I'm sure some would disagree. So me and this girl, the girl who works at the restaurant below my apartment, we lock eyes. We're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Giving 40% of our tips to back house that I'm like, okay, maybe I could live with that. I don't know. Those guys are sweaty and cooking and whatever. It's the sharing my tips with like other people with that I'm like this is like such server talk but it's very normal for servers to tip out their bartenders their busters anyone at the back of house anyone who's helped them that night I did that in college I tipped out everyone who helped me it's very common but you're in control of it and it's your own money it's no one else's you earned it so that was on Monday I slept on it I was like okay I'll go again you know, I'll go in for day two of training. Day two of training started. There was just like a weird mood. There was like a weird shift. I don't know what it was, but I can kind of like, I have pretty good intuition and I, and I could, and I can read management pretty easily. And I could just feel that the managers like didn't believe that this was going to go well, if that makes sense. And Something funny, one of the bartenders, out of the two bartenders, one of them left within 30 minutes of the day two training. Mind you, the day two training is just a lot of them talking to us, so it's like so boring. But um, they gave us a break and we came back. <laughs> and someone was like, where's, we'll call him Raj, Roger. Where's Roger? And someone was like, Roger like left. <laughs> because he knew, and of course, the girl... I always lock eyes with the girls, the girls who got to get it. The girl who works at another restaurant in this town came up to me and she was like, Roger said that he, he was like, I'm bouncing. I'm not giving my tips. Like we're not, I'm not doing that tip pool. It's ridiculous. And that just like lit a light bulb in my head where I was like, he's right. Like if I'm, especially as servers, if you are putting in that work if you're a good server you deserve in my opinion every penny that comes to you and I know a lot of people think tipping waiters and stuff is is stupid I don't think it is because people who go out to eat are monsters for some reason and they deal with so much stuff they deal with your your dirty ass children they deal with your you know, your drunk uncles, your drunk like husbands, your bachelorette parties, servers and bartenders deserve every tip they get, in my opinion, and more. <laughs> so anyway, me and this new friend I made, she, she's so sweet. She was like, email, email the restaurant that I work at now. We're really pretty staffed up, but like, you never know. And so I did. And the, which was so nice of her, but the manager was like, Oh, we're all staffed up, but I'll keep your resume on file. I was like, sounds good. So basically you guys, <laughs> this is a full hour of telling you 
that um, I'm back to being unemployed. <laughs> and some of you might be thinking, well, Chelsea, wh- why don't you just stick it out? Why don't, why, why don't you just like grin and bear it? Because I have grinned and bared so many shitty jobs. And this is honestly the first time in my life where I don't need to because I have, you know, I have this money that was supposed to be for a house. Do I even want to buy a house? Would I rather buy a house on on freaking wheels? Like, would I rather buy a van where I can drive and travel? I don't know, you guys. Like, this is this is the time when I know I can say no because I I just can. And I talked to my mom, and she said this. Always talking to your mom. If you're, you know, if you have your mom in your life and you have a good relationship, talk to your mom. It helps so much. But I just gave her like the lowdown of what's going on. I always update her every couple days. She said, I'm not worried about you getting a job. The right one will come when it's time. And my mom has told me that so many times in my life where I'm like, uh, like, I don't like I'm stressed out about money, blah, blah, blah. And she's always told me. She's always said, I'm not worried about you. You're you always just figure it out and you and you just and yeah. And I was like, you're right. I literally have always just figured it out. So with that being said, <laughs> you know, this this time in my life where I'm like, I'm sharing a lot on the internet, okay? I gave you guys the lowdown. You know, I, I said, I was like, yeah, I like, I did it. I, I said I wanted a job within walking distance and I got two. And here we are, you guys. This is reality. Now I, I don't want either of them because of so many, so many red flags. And whatever job I work next, if it's a serving job, I know it's going to be hard. It's not like I'm not willing to put the work in, but that's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm willing to put the work in at the right place for, in my opinion, the right amount of money um, and like the right amount of flexibility. So basically <laughs> this summer, you guys, I think I posted it. <laughs> I did a reel. The girl boss in me is dead. The wanting success, wanting so much money, wanting all this, wanting all that. Like, I think I even said in one podcast, I was like, I want to be like, <laughs> I don't know. You see these, like Alex Cooper, for instance, rich, successful podcaster. She probably is so <laughs> busy and like, which is, it's not, I don't know. I don't even fucking know what I'm saying now. I'm just happy that I'm back talking on the mic. This is my third time recording episode 17, you guys, because I recorded (laughs) my first time was right when I accepted the offer from the dispensary. The second time was when I freaking accepted the offer from this restaurant. And then I had to scrap both because I was like, those aren't truth anymore. My life has changed. I'm just trying to have, you know, a moss girl summer. Just just out in nature, in the lake, hiking, out in the grass, out in the trees. And yes, I will have to deal with so much bullshit because for some reason, when people go out to eat, they think they own the fucking restaurants. (laughs) It's so weird. So many assholes. The amount of times I've overheard conversations when I've been out to eat and the, and the, like, person the guest or the person eating is giving the server such a hard time it is disgusting and like the server's obviously doing their best <laughs> here's to a moss girl summer <laughs> where hopefully your girl can get a a part-time serving gig where i can you know do my thing you know put put down your your bacon cheeseburger deliver you <laughs> deliver you your medium rare steak um you know, get you your fries. Did you want fries with that? <laughs> Should I just work? Oh my God. Okay. Okay. One more thing. Cause I want you guys to go watch this. I thought it was so funny and I don't know if it's like a bit, I don't know if this guy's doing it for clout, but I saw this freaking TikTok and this guy started at McDonald's and he was like stoked. He was like, yay. Like I got a job at McDonald's. And he's like filming TikToks like about his experience. I think he works there for like a day. And then he does a TikTok. He's like, you guys, this is the worst working environment. Like everyone's terrible. And 
and the general manager came in and he's terrible and it made everyone else mean and terrible. And he was like, I'm going to quit. He makes another TikTok (laughs) where he says that he made a meal and then he films himself being like, I'm out of here, guys. I'm quitting like mid shift. And he climbs out of the drive through window (laughs) and quits. And then he does like a next TikTok and he's like, all right, well, on to the next. Like, I guess I'll just go apply at Burger King. I know there's a Burger King nearby. And again, I don't know if this is like, if he's like a comedian and he thinks this is funny and this is like a social experiment, but I commented on one of those videos and I was like, this is like my attitude. If something isn't working and I know I can get hired at a better paying job to work less hours or where I know like I'm being treated weird or I don't know. It's again, it's that it's that instinct feeling. So follow your instincts, you guys. Don't be scared to quit jobs because me getting hired, <laughs> me being like so nervous that like I couldn't find work and then getting hired at these two jobs and then me realizing like, oh, like people are hiring. And it's because places are understaffed because working obviously is shit. But like my mom said, like the right place will come at the right time. And when I talk about my Australia journey, I will for sure talk about the jobs that I worked because I think maybe that can just be an episode in itself, like the jobs that I worked in Australia because they were there were so many and they were so random and most of them were so awful. (laughs) So, yeah. Anyway, I love you guys. I mean it like... This has been probably the longest podcast I've ever done, but I wanted to do it for y'all because it's been so long. So I wanted to do like an extra, extra long one. Okay. Um, follow me on everything. Chelsea Timboy Bell. Um, please DM me if you like, if you were just a person, you're like, Chelsea, I need the YouTube video. I'd be so surprised because, um, I don't get many views, which is like totally fine. I don't give a shit. Honestly, low key, you guys, I have like two vlogs to edit. Just kind of hate being at my desk, which is why you'll see me really active on like Instagram and stuff and TikTok because I just love editing on my phone. It's just so easy. Anywho, um, rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Give us five stars. Write over you. <laughs> Write a review, please. It would mean the world to me. Go hug your Asian American Pacific Islander friends. Um, tell them you love them. Happy AAPI month. Love y'all. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.